welcome. This is Mibbit Marketing and I am your host, Rachel Claver. I love helping small business owners become more confident and more capable with their marketing. So this podcast is all here to help you do just that. It's me and the help of some great guests helping you learn new skills, new strategies and ideas. Let's jump in and get started. Hello and welcome to episode 46 of Map It Marketing. I'm your host, Rachel Claver, and today I'm going to be sharing with you 14 steps to help you become more confident using TikTok for your business. Now, before we jump in and before you go, oh my gosh, I don't know if I want to listen to this because I'm still struggling to get to terms with everything else. Why are you adding in TikTok? I'm going to explain strategically why I am using TikTok. Now, for a start, I actually love using TikTok. Uh, I feel like it's a little bit like the Twitter of old where I can use it a little bit spontaneously. It suits my diverse brain that likes to have different types of stimulation in it. So I personally really relate to the way that TikTok's set up. I love the way the algorithm works, all those different things. But the main reason that I want to teach you today about TikTok is that last year I made a decision that this is the year of YouTube for me. I need to become better at being able to create video and edit video and have it on YouTube. YouTube long-term has huge benefits in terms of SEO for businesses. It helps with organic marketing. It creates great content that builds trust. And so to do that, I also knew I needed to create short-term video. So TikTok stepped in because TikTok is the king, queen, president, ruler of the universe, unicorn of all things short video. And that is one of the reasons that I have grasped TikTok and fallen in love with it. I'm going to be talking mainly about how to use it as a service provider, but it equally works as a product-based business. So please just also listen along for that. And I'm going to talk to you about some of the things I've learned, as well as how to optimize your profile. So jump in, enjoy the ride with me, and we're going to go through the 14 steps to help you become more confident using TikTok for your business. All right, let's get started with this. The first thing, number one, we want to make sure that when we're setting things up that you've got a really great bio. Now, there are some things you need to do before this, but we're going to do this bit first because this is the bit people really care about um, in terms of creating an account. So when you create an account in TikTok, you do need to make sure you have a converting bio. We've talked about this in the Map It uh, Marketing Facebook group, which you're very welcome to come and be part of. You know, I really love that that you listen to this podcast. If it's the first time you listen to it, um, you know, do I do welcome you. Um, yes, I know, I probably should have said that earlier. Um, I do welcome you and I hope that you join us for other ones. But if you've been here before, you know that there is always that Facebook group, the Mapit Marketing Facebook group, where you can ask questions in there. And one of the things that people often want to know is how to make their, po- their profiles work really well. And we've done work in that group around Instagram profiles and how to optimize that. We, you know, I do work around LinkedIn and how to make your profile really well. And it's just the same as with TikTok. Optimization of your profile is really important. So the first thing is you need to have a really clear color profile picture and often it's a good idea to try and cut out your image and put a nice strong color image in behind to really make it pop because people see your image every time you comment on something they can see it quite small often so it needs to be really clear and I use the same one that I use for my Instagram so it's got a nice relationship with that because I think that's really important so you start with a clear profile 
profile picture, you put your name. And I believe that even as a brand, um, unless you're a really big brand, it's really important to have at least your first name on there because TikTok is actually still all about working with people. Um, even if you have a brand account, you don't always have to do that. Um, but you do have to understand that people will want to know the person behind the brand. That's really key. So put your name. Then put some keywords that explain what you do. Um, so that can be kind of in your bio space. So, um, you know, my, mine has got around personal brands because that's the thing I focus on with our clients um, and our marketing strategies. So I'm focusing on that on TikTok, um, but I can also, I could also just put marketing strategist and check the words, do a bit of a search in the search bar for the keywords that you're looking at and go and have a look and see if the keywords you're planning to use are ones that other clients or customer, other accounts have used that have kind of aligned with what you're doing too to make sure you're using the right terminology. Um, so do that. Make sure you've got a call to action, like follow me for more tips or follow me to follow to share this journey or, um, you know, follow me if you like um, singing songs on the internet or whatever it is. So call that call to action. And then you can have a link in bio, but only once you've hit a thousand subscribers or a thousand follows. So um, don't worry about that too much. That's the same on both the personal and the business. It used to just be that if you had a business, you could have it straight out, but they've changed that. So don't worry about that. Then I want you to connect up your Instagram page and your YouTube page because one of the things that's really beneficial is that the more you grow on TikTok, the more that you get to actually have um, people following you on those other two places because they want to get to know you, find out more about you, and you can refer to content as well that people are going to go and watch and have a look to. So even though you don't have a clickable link necessarily you do have your youtube channel and you do have your instagram when you start all right so you're going to be starting at plane zero when you start and and it is really important to make sure that we set ourselves up for success anytime we start something it's hard but i do believe that tiktok is one of those places that if you put a bit of time and effort into it you see fast growth faster than any other platform around um, i'm seeing much faster and more rapid growth with my core audience on tiktok than i am anywhere else uh, so I really recommend using it if you can. So the so number two, so we've got that profile set up. The second thing we want to do is we do want to start with the right mindset. This is about building a community. I have been delighted in understanding this, that the engagement levels of talking and building relationship are like it was in the early days of Instagram. I have that on Instagram too. I'm very lucky. I have quite a small following, but I'm very lucky in that I do have quite an engaged audience on there and it, I find it delightful. Uh, but you can really build this really strong with a mindset. So, you know, often one of the big things around this is it is the conversations you're doing, it starts off with being people who are very top of the funnel, people who have never seen you before, never known who you are. And so you need to think about it as talking to a stranger who doesn't really know you very well. For most of your content, that's what you need to be doing. You don't have to introduce yourself every time you can. There are creators that do that and people on the account who always say, hi, my name is whatever their name is. Um, you, you can do that, but it is extra seconds. You have to make sure that you know people are going to watch past that. Um, but it's really important to think every time you create stuff that you're creating from a blank slate and you don't have the advantage necessarily of an audience that already knows you. So do take time to think about what your content is going to be and how it's going to fit so that people would understand your brand. Just jumping in with something is going to always be a bit tricky. So that would be number two. The next one start is that you really do need to think about creating a mix of content types. So even though it is all video, we want to use short-term video, a bit of long-term, some trends, um, some trendy music, a whole range of different things, longer pieces. 
and putting them all together is that different content type but it's also content topics um, I have found that showing my personality sharing my story sharing a bit of stuff that's kind of going in with me individually has really helped me build a strong relationship with my audience and so what I would normally say is that I would encourage you to use a mix of different types of content generally the the, the way I would do would say that about 30% of your content would be trends so using trending audios and things like that they're short they're sharp they're really good to push out your content to a new audience around 20 to 30% is around building your own personal brand so people can build a personal relationship with you and then the rest of it can be how-tos, behind the scenes, product info, all those different things can be part of that as well. Um, so that's a really important part of that, and that's that's really key. Um, the third part that, um, that I would say would be really key as well is if you've got a locally based business, please make sure that you refer to where you are in the content on the comments. So put it in your blog, put it in the comments, put it in the hashtags, put it in the video, because then the algorithm will only show it to people in that specific area or will tend to only show it to people in that area. So that really helps people find you right. Um, if you're trying to build a more global business, obviously you don't have to do this as much. Um, TikTok will look at where your, uh, where your phone is and so are more likely to share your content to the geographical area that you are, are as well, unless it starts to catch the audience. And, and a good example of that is um, there's a woman, um, Jazz Thornton, she's amazing. She's a really amazing creator on TikTok. She was in New Zealand, she moved to America and gained all these American fans because her phone um, location had changed. And so this is just shows you that power of how it can really be impacted. So that would be a really key thing to do to make sure that you're focusing on that. Um, I mentioned before that um, number three, the bio does kick in at um, a thousand followers. So don't freak out about that. Um, what I would recommend is just focusing on creating great content and letting people follow you. Um, I have bought products from people on TikTok who do not have a link and some of them don't even have, have gone over a thousand followers and still haven't bothered to do the link. Their content of their products is so beautiful that I have hunted them down. So just don't freak out about that. If you're engaging and you're building stuff, it's really important. But once you do reach the thousand threshold, Apps like Milkshake and Stan help you create a bio link that includes multiple call to actions, which is really key because it's a great way to promote your business all in one place. And by using keywords in your videos and titles and descriptions, you can make sure that your content is seen by people who are really interested in what to have, have to offer. I think that if you're a product-based business, sure, you can do about buying things. But if you're a service-based business, most of the things that you should be doing call to actions for are for free content or free ad value. That is it kind of taking them from that very top of the, the, um, the funnel to the next stage, because that's really key. Um, when we're creating our contents, this is number four. I think I've lost track now. Um, I'm terrible with numbers, so if I lose track, just trust me, there's 14. Um, number four, when you're videoing and creating your content, I do re recommend if, if having a play with starting in the app first to create your content. For a start, the filters just naturally make you look good. I forget what I actually look like, and I seem to start to think that I actually look like I look like in the TikTok videos. It just looks better. But it is actually quite a good way to start, and it's a good way to kind of learn how things work. I'm currently using an app called CapCut, which is a free app. Now, I've talked in the past in podcasts about the apps I use. I've talked about InShot. I think I may have even talked about Vita, which was a, a little one that I was doing for a while. 
CapCut is my current favorite and it's actually owned or linked to TikTok. So everything you can bring in sounds and things like that from TikTok and import them in and create your content with it. So I'm loving that. But I do think it's good to start with the TikTok app first and just get practice at it. I spent probably the first eight months of creating content just creating it in the TikTok app. Um, and it just made it very easy. But when you're doing it, my recommendation to record is that you record it in segments. So like I would go, um, you know, here's 14 things that you want to know about TikTok if you're just starting out in the bit. Number one, and I would just go through and do all of those bits and pieces, and then I would go through and remove all the breathing and any words I didn't need. Um, because pauses, while well, pauses are great, breathe, lots of breathing, lots of sound can be a turn off. And if you're editing your video within the app, doing it in the short clips will make that possible. If you're editing it outside the app, be really ruthless at cutting away anything that doesn't matter. Often I will just record a whole bunch of stuff. Even if I've scripted it, I'll often cut out key phrases or other bits to make the message sharper. People have a very short attention span on TikTok, so keep your videos concise and to the point. They recently have allowed us to do up to 10 minute videos, but don't even attempt that if you're not getting great views and saves and shares from your content that is shorter. So that's number four. Number five, it is key to have the hook, the key content, the call to action, and just repeat that over and over again. So when you're creating that content for TikTok, when you're putting it in, make sure you're adding a hook at the beginning of your videos. We talked about hooks a few episodes back, so go and have a listen to that. Focus on the key content in the middle, and you can use some of the framework. I did a podcast last year, and I'll put a note of it into the show notes of how to create great captions. Those captions are great video tight scripts as well so you can use those exactly the same way and there's ones for services products and for uh i think boring businesses or something like that um in there in that that podcast so use that framework include a call to action at the end and don't forget to make sure you have fun if you're not enjoying yourself your owners won't your, your viewers won't either and they're definitely going to feel like oh why would i watch this so i'm going to give you a really simple framework here's one so hook do you want to start promoting your business on tiktok or you could say, here's something that you need to do if you're planning to promote your business on TikTok or planning to promote your business on TikTok, here's something that you can do to start. So that hook, three seconds to pull them in and make them ready. Content, you're in luck. I'm here to give you some tips. And then you'd add the tips. And then call to action, keep reading for my top tips on content creation for TikTok or find the link in the bio for my free downloadable or um or it could be keep keep watching for my free top tips or here's another video that I've done on this or whatever the thing is, you can create a call to action. And that call to action can be in the video. It can be in text in the screen, although sometimes TikTok doesn't like that very much if it's a call to action on the screen, or it can be in your caption, which they don't send, tend to penalize. Right, so that's number five in terms of everything that you're doing. Um, the next thing that I want to talk to you in terms of number six is I want you to think about using hashtags. Um, so when you're doing your hashtags, you do research first. They're different to what you use on Instagram. We really only want to be seeing two, three, maybe four hashtags. 
and they're a great great way to get people to see your content who aren't following you yet. Um, I often use hashtags around particular groups of people. So I'm 50. So I do ones around Generation X, sometimes in Generation X business owners. Um, I also um, do ones around ADHD um, and creative endeavors and other bits and pieces that have echoes or parts of my life that I put through. And it's important to use them wisely because too many hashtags can be off-putting and also confuse the message to TikTok. And the hashtags do need to relate to the content you've got in your um, content because TikTok can see that content or the robot can hear and pick it out and it matches with the things that are on the screen and your captions and the um, caption or the writing that you've put on the bottom of your screen of describing or call to action and your hashtags, it puts it all together and works out who's going to see your stuff. And so it needs to all tie together. You can't just put something in that doesn't relate to you at all. So the best way to find relevant hashtags is to look at what other people in your industry are doing. Hit the search button, have a look, and make sure that you use a variety of different hashtags to reach a variety of different audiences over a period of time. When it comes to hashtags, as I said, less is more. Choose a few that are relevant to your industry and audience, and then also mix them up so you're reaching different people every time. I normally say for small accounts, anything over the one to two million view mark is too big and try to avoid hashtags that are less than 200,000 views because they're just not getting enough viewership. So, you know, sometimes you get lucky, but like I'm quite, I often quite like having ones that are sort of in the sort of 500,000 up and I'm now going up to about three or four million. That's kind of where I'm sitting at. And I find those size hashtags go really well. If you choose a really big hashtag, you know, when we talk to uh, Matthew from Hashtag Slayer in terms of Instagram hashtags, one of the things that we learned from that was that um, if you use a really popular hashtag, they're being used so fast that the content just goes fast through. And so if you're not someone who is known for that content or big enough, you just don't get picked, enough, picked up in that stream. So we want to make sure that the hashtags aren't too big so we don't lose it. While we're here, we don't want to use hashtags like FYP, which is for you page, uh, any of those, they are not worth doing for you. They don't work. Um, and so just don't use them. They're not worth doing. Um, some posts don't need hashtags because TikTok's algorithm is so good. Some posts don't need hashtags. And so sometimes it's just fun to create really punchy, directed content and see where TikTok takes it. Um, and that's been really effective. You could try that once a week and just not have hashtags and just let Facebook, uh, TikTok take it where it needs to go. So that's number six. All right, number seven, it is up to 10 minutes. I think I mentioned that before. Um, if you are a, a business that is doing value add and creation and you're really tight on what you do, I would highly recommend that you would focus on doing um, up to 10 minutes. They are up to 10 minutes though. So like three and a half minutes can be up to 10 minutes. So it is a good time to do it. But remember the key is to keep people watching. So if you can't hold their attention for shorter videos, make sure you go for longer ones. I personally find a 45 second rant is an ample length, but I do also find that TikTok is currently pushing out some of my longer content, two to three content, three minutes worth um, quite well. And I got, get quite a lot of saves with that content. So I am creating more of that as well, but I have a script. Um, it would be something like this. I would turn it into a 10 minute thing and then create that. And that would be an effective thing to do. Um, so that would be important. Now, when you started doing some creation, you started giving it a go. Um, some of the things you need to think about is using trending audio. I think we're up to number eight. So I do use trending audio when I can. Um, I use trending sounds in terms of short little funny sounds that people make, very short videos, lip syncing. Look, I know that, that I probably have said in the past that I don't like that. 
but it definitely works and it's quite fun and I'm enjoying it because of the creative side and it helps me whip out and just get a few bits and pieces done. It's not necessary, but it is something that I'm personally enjoying and it definitely does increase my reach. The other thing that really increases my reach is, and also you can use trending audio just behind the sounds too. So if you, it is good to have music behind your spoken thing sometimes, but turn it right down and you can even turn it to zero and it still counts. So you can use little trending audios behind your content to push your content out as long as it relates to your niche. And sometimes a lot of those are used by younger viewers. So I'm, you know, they're not going to be suitable for me. So I'm quite careful about making sure what I use and what I don't use. But I do like having a bit of music behind my videos sometimes as well. In terms of this number nine, what I have been doing also to increase my reach is using what's called stitches and duets. Um, the way that stitches and duets work is that someone may create some content and you go, I want to respond to this. So you can do what's called a stitch and you can cut part of their content and they play and then you respond to it. Some people will do things like, um, say things like, what's one piece of clothing that you just can't do live without I'll go first and then they'll go and so you can stitch that and answer it they've also answered it and other people can answer it and if they like it they'll share or they comment and then that helps push it through the algorithm I've done this recently um, there's a really amazing uh, New Zealand creator called Live with ADHD I think she is um, and she uh, was Talking about overload in terms of tasks, I told her my little hack, which is to take your clothes to the laundromat for $25 a week. They'll wash, dry, fold them, and it saves you hours every week. That's a little hack for you too, by the way. Um, she loved it. She created a video of herself doing that and it went off and and added me in it because I'd suggested it she didn't realize it was me we've been talking she didn't realize so I did a, a a duet with her where I played it and it's on one screen and then the other is me reacting to it so the sound is off I'm just looking and I put a caption on it and that did very well a few weeks later she did another one about um with ADHD about ADHD about using like a little cycle thing from Kmart and I went and got one. So my listen or my react was me unpacking the box while she's talking and I've got mine, I'm sharing that. And again, it went really well. So having duets and stitches can build community. It pulls in that combined power of both of you working together in terms of like that conversation. Other people watch and interact. Different people often watch and interact. And it gives you an opportunity to broaden your audience. So that's a duet, but stitches. And so stitches are finishing off or talking. Um, duets, you can also do audio. I love singing. Um, I actually just bought a new microphone. I'm just getting an adapter. And then I'm planning to do some TikToks of me doing some singing to some people. They do accompaniments. I'm going to do that. Like, I know it's not going to get me any clients, but I just, it's going to be my joy. And sometimes life is about doing joyful things too, right? So I'm going to be doing that. I might do some parody songs because then it fits in, but you know, it's, it's good. So if you're wanting to reach a wider audience, that's a really good way of doing that. Number 10, I'm pretty sure I've got the numbers right. I should have numbered them on my page. Number 10, reply to comments. Always reply to comments. And when possible, comment via video. If they've done a really good post, I did one recently about how I do not like the word boss babe. Um, and so I talked about that. And someone said, oh, they didn't mind. And this is why they didn't mind. And so asked me why I had a problem with it. And so I used her comment and you can reply to it as a video. You can do this on Instagram too, but most people don't do it. Um, apply to the video 
Um, and then it was a great way to connect with my with my viewers, show off more of my personality, show more of my thoughts. And then people responded to that one as well. It still gets pushed out as new content. So it's a great way to encourage people to, um, to interact with you. It's more in keeping with the platform than just doing uh, a comment often the comments if there's lots of backs and forwards it's quite hard to see the threads but if there's a video face uh, tiktok will prioritize that in the feed so you can click through and read it and watch the kind of the thread of the conversation um, and and so it's a really good way to really build that i've also used them when people have said hey you explain this but can you explain it more in detail i can go into more detail for that person i'm feeding and helping them but i'm also helping everyone else that watches that video so replying to comments with video is really effective but even if you don't want to do that replying to video comments full stop is super important um, and also go and comment on other people's posts as well I think that's also super important that's I think one of the things that I've seen has really made an impact is you can have two streams on your TikTok feed I'm gonna make this number 11 hopefully I'm not gonna end up with 15 um, number 11 and so you can um, go if you go to the following stream the people that you're following in there and if you interact with them it makes it easier. I wish Instagram did that, to be honest. It'd be much easier to have like, these are the people I follow. And so I can just comment on theirs. So I've got to go and hunt them out often. But you can do that on TikTok quite easily. It has a following page and you can go through and comment on theirs. And the more you do that, the more they come back to yours. And then it creates this lovely dynamic community, which is one of my favorite parts about TikTok. All right, number 12, I definitely have here we go. Um, try different forms of video types. So TikTok offers you a lot of different content types, types to try. Um, you can do voiceovers. I love those because you can just record some footage. I recorded some footage the other day of just a beautiful moody uh, beach feel and I've got my face in the corner. I'm going to do a voiceover for that one with like conversation with some nice moody music. Um, you can do it with you just twerking or packing a box and doing a voiceover and it's great. Uh, vlogs, rants, so you can do like just basically like, hey, this is an opinion I've got and I need to put it off my chest. A vlog is more like a day in the life idea, so that's quite a fun thing to do as well. I've done a few of those. Value bombs where you go, here's some value for you. You can make a difference in your business right today or here's something you really know about, need to know about this product or how to use it text over video so you can do like a little bit of a video and then do like quite a lot of text over the top they should only be three to five seconds seven seconds maybe so people have to watch them enough to read it a how-to video interviews you can do little interviews skits slices of life just showing them a little part of your day or things like that and all of these help you show off your personality and find what feels most natural for you on camera if you're feeling stark or you're not sure what types of videos to make Start with trends because it's an easy way to get started and see what performs well. And then you can start experimenting into other content types. And I guess the key here is remembering, and I've said this already, have fun. The best thing about TikTok, it's a platform where people are looking to be entertained. And the key is to catch and keep the interest. And people will watch others who are open and enjoying themselves. So I've said it before, but you really do need to make sure that you're having a lot of fun as well. Um, another thing that you need to just be thinking around um, in terms of that is making sure that you do a, um, so this is number, I think, 13, um, <laughs> Rachel Claver has forgotten the order. Someone's going to tell me that I missed one out. I know. I'm, I'm listening to you guys, all you frustrated people at me right now. Um, so number 13, um, in terms of this as well, I said before that TikTok is very much the top of the funnel. It isn't just that, but I want you to have most of your content focused on people who don't know you yet. 
as you start to build a community, it can drop down more. People are really engaged and interested to see what we do. So really, though, hardly any of it should be promotional. If it's all promotional, it's not worth watching. This is the biggest mistake I think often that e-commerce businesses do is they jump into promotional. It's better to have things that are fun and whimsical and delightful and a bit odd than to have promotional. People, it's enough. Like I, I literally um, bought a dress the other day from TikTok because someone was doing something completely different. I said, I love your dress. Where'd you get it? Told me where the dress was. I went and got it. Now, you think that from a retail point of view, you don't have, if you are the retailer and you wear, and you're wearing the dresses you've got, that is often enough. You could do a styling video, but that's not time people to buy it. People will just be like, where'd you get that? Um, you could be doing a cooking demonstration or you could be showing how something works. You could be talking something over about parenting where you do a puzzle um, and that you sell like there's so many ways that you can do this but you don't want to be thinking about sell 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 all the time packing orders is good all those sort of things are fun but really it's about the process of what you do people want to know the business process the understanding and working it through and I think that's really important um, right my last one number 14 boy do I hope I got to number 14 You'll let me know. Um, number 14, repurposing is life. And this goes right back to the whole reason why I'm doing TikTok this year. I want to grow my YouTube audience. To do that, I'm using shorts, which are short, under a minute long videos to help grow my watch time and increase subscribers. And it's working really well. I don't have time to create really great TikTok, uh, YouTube videos every day. I would love to be in a position when I can, and maybe one day I will. But at the moment, that's not an option. I can do one to two a week. So I'm using YouTube shorts to grow that watch time. And I'm also using short videos across lots of other places. So always, always have get yourself a YouTube account. Repurpose them as a short. You may need to change the titles to something that's SEO friendly, although I'm starting to now go, actually, I'm going to go and find the SEO title and make that my TikTok, which makes it much easier. Um, upload them onto Pinterest. Um, you can use them on Pinterest and you can have it linking back to your TikTok or your Instagram or to your, or to your website. Use them on Instagram and Facebook. And I've been using them on LinkedIn and they've been working really, really well. Now, I do recommend you actually amend the captions so the stuff that's written about it so people can see that part. Make sure you remove the watermark um, to make sure the content fits the platform as well. So some of those platforms will penalize you if you have the TikTok watermark on it. Um, so by creating stuff in CapCut, I remove that problem because I've created it in CapCut and then I can just shoot it across. But before that, I was using a free tool called SnapTick to remove the watermark and I'll put it into the notes. And I now use, and now I use CapCut and a tool called repurpose.io, which I'll also put in the show notes, which helps me to repurpose and post across a wide range of platforms. So basically what it does is when I have something in TikTok, it pulls it from TikTok and then it makes it ready to go into a Google Drive account folder, go into YouTube, Pinterest, um, everywhere, pretty much um, everywhere. And it pulls the watermark out at the same time. And I can schedule and post directly from Repurpose.io. So it's really helped me post a wide range of different platforms via my desktops. It's great. Now with Instagram, it doesn't turn it into a reel. It just posts it directly to my feed, but that's actually a great use of video as well. So I'm quite happy about that. So yeah, to be honest, you know, that for those 14 tips, I will tell you, TikTok is now one of my favorite platforms. I feel very at home there. I struggle with 
Um, I've struggled with finding my place a bit on some other platforms. I love LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a comfortable place for me. Instagram, I really desperately want to love. And I just have this beautiful love-hate relationship with it. I really adore the people that are on it. But I find the whole people telling you you've got to be an hour on there. I find that stuff really frustrating. I'm enjoying the flexibility of TikTok. I love batching my content and planning ahead. I have a content planner that I use that I share as part of our coaching program, the Content Master Web, which I'll also put a link in the show notes. Um, so I do that. I love the way that it works because I can do planning ahead and spontaneous, which really suits me. If I want to do more than one post a day, it really suits me because I like having a lot of content. I'm starting to build friendships and connections with people. And so it's made me one of, made it one of my happy places of the internet. Um, the algorithm is so good that you find content that you'll easily respond to. Sometimes it's a bit shady. Um, it's gone through a phase of wanting to show me pimple popping, which is really not something I'm into. And I'm not too sure why it thinks I want it. But you can press any video and just press it and it'll come up and it'll, you can say not interested. And so I've done that a couple of times and it seems to have stopped. Also has some other odd, odd ideas about me, which I'm trying to manage to solve that problem as well. But most of it, the algorithm is so good that you'll find content that you'll easily respond to. And don't freak out about your age or who you are and stuff like that. The algorithm is so good that it pushes your content to the right people most of the time. And if it's wrong like that, people will say, I'm not interested. So you're also likely to find your peer group. Most of the people I hang out with on the internet on TikTok are over 40. A lot of them have ADHD. Quite a lot of them are, love content and things like that as well as me. So I'm going to, going to make my peers around the world as well as local businesses, which is great. Um, and, you know, it's great. However, I do understand that video is still overwhelming for a lot of you. Um, and I guess I just want to remind you, video is not going away. I, and... At some point, we're just going to have to try and start. And I know that that's hard. For those of you that are becoming more confident with video, TikTok is a great place to start and cut your teeth and try things. And I do feel that a video is going to be a key part of your strategy. Take a look, take baby steps and make it part of your weekly marketing. Now, I've really enjoyed sharing this information with you today about TikTok, and hopefully I've got to all 14. I counted 14. I don't know if I missed one. However, um, if you'd like to talk about this ideas and information further, please do come along to our Facebook group, Map Up Marketing. Um, the link will be in the show notes. And if you've enjoyed this and found that it was useful, I would love it if you gave me a review to say that you enjoyed it so other people trust the podcast. You just need to go to your podcast platform and pop it in there. Um, Apple and Spotify, there's a few other places. And if you um, would like, um, if you like this information, please hit subscribe. I've, I love the fact that, you know, we're growing a little audience that come and listen every week. And I'm very thankful for the 250 to 300 people every week that listen to this podcast and it's growing and I'm very thankful for you. So have a great week. Next week, um, I've got an exciting um, podcast for you. Um, cannot remember right now who it is uh, because that is my life right now. But stay tuned it'll be a surprise for both of us if you love what you heard today be sure to hit subscribe and if you love this episode in particular i'd love it if you shared it on social media remember to tag me in so i can say thank you have a great week and we'll talk soon